Stevens through the defense! <laughs> Put it on the poster! Simmons! Yes! He did it! Ben Simmons! Hold the Ben fan! Maybe now they'll finally leave him alone after that! Oh, along comes Crosby. Here is today's SNS show starting lineup presented by Lions Pride. Jake Starr, Westchester, Pennsylvania, Ruston High School. Join. Lamoche finally comes in near side circle. Lamoche out in front of the net. Holt swings and misses. Out to the Naples. He shoots on net and he scores. Paul to Naples. First goal of the season. And Penn State leads 4 0 over Alaska. Preston Shoemaker, Holidaysburg, Pennsylvania. Holidaysburg Area Senior High School. Nittany Lions, they work it into the hands of Jones Jr. Back up top to Myron Jones. Now Dredd, they throw it down low. Mike Watkins, oh my goodness! The alley-oop, he lights the place on fire! Now let's send it out to Innovation Park where Jake Starr and Preston Shoemaker guide you through another episode of the SNS Show presented by Lions Pride right here on Com Radio. What's going on out there, everybody? Welcome in to another edition of the SNS Show. I'm Preston Shoemaker, joined alongside by Jake Starr at the Innovation Park Studios. Right there, look at that, Jake, right on the screen in front of us. A little Penn State, Michigan State highlights from earlier this season. Or is this the game? Are they re-airing this game right now? I think. I think yeah, they're they're re-airing the game. They tune into BTM. They are re-airing this game, prepping for tonight. We'll we'll get to basketball in a minute, but. Just want to remind you guys that the SNS show is brought to you by Lions Pride. Want to look like you belong on Penn State's bench this season? You definitely want to look like you Penn belong. Bench. Oh, the sideline, the bench. You want to be on the floor. You want to be the coach. Doesn't matter what you want to be. You go to Lions Pride. They got the best Nike gear for Penn State apparel. You can visit them at 112 East College Avenue. You can also shop online at lions-pride.com. So, Jake, let's talk some Penn State hockey. Big, Big hockey Ten guys. champions. Big hockey Big guys. Big hockey guys. Big hockey guys here. Big Ten champions. Last week on this show, we both projected a two, maybe a three slot in this tournament. No, they won the whole thing. They got another bye week. Is that good or bad for this Penn State program? I don't, not only did Penn State win the whole thing, they won the whole thing on Friday night. I thought it was going to come down to the wire maybe Saturday night, but now our friends from Michigan and our friends from Wisconsin lent us a little bit of a helping hand and got us the Big Ten championship. Then Minnesota decided to lose again and let the glorified club hockey team, who happened to ruin college hockey in Penn State, win their first ever outright Big Ten title. They won a Big Ten tournament back in 2017. That's when this year's senior class, they were all freshmen. But this is their first outright Big Ten tournament, which is impressive for a program that's only been around for, what, nine, nine, ten seasons now? Yeah. So, definitely really impressive for Guy Gadowski's squad. But obviously, the next question is, Penn State was off this weekend. They're off this upcoming weekend. They don't play again until next a week from this upcoming Saturday. Will the three-week layoff be too much? Well, before we start hitting all the negatives, I want to I want to round off with the positives and just like you look at this Penn State hockey team all season. You're saying, oh, are they going to get over the hump? Are they going to make it? What's going on? It's and still crazy that they won just, the big it just, it just felt like there was so much negative output. And negative media attention on this team down the stretch, especially you know from in here, we're we're talking about oh, this is a team that's struggling. They need to get back in the right foot, and 
if you're a struggling team, then you win your conference. I, I would be that struggling team every day of the week and twice on Sundays. I mean, that's I don't mind struggling if it means I'm going to win my conference outright and get a bye in the playoffs. Now, that being said, is this bye going to really benefit a Penn State team that already got a bye because of the way the scheduling worked? And who don't ask me about why. I understand it's a numbers game. It's a generated schedule, but... Who gets a bye week the last week of the season? Won't be an issue when there's an eight team in the Big Ten where rumors have it Illinois might be joining in a year or two. So it's only going to be an issue for maybe another year or two. Penn State gets a bye the last week of the season. Man, it just seems kind of pointless. But now they win the Big Ten outright. They get a bye last week, no games last weekend. They get a bye this week, no games this weekend. Then they wait another Monday through Friday. And play one game on one Saturday. Game on Saturday. <laughs> is that one game on Saturday? That's going to be our first game in arguably three weeks. Almost a it's, month. It's all. It's two weeks. Two weeks of bye, but you get the whole week long. And you know what? What's this team going to look like? They haven't played in a long time. Are they going to be rusty? Are they going to be well rested? Are they going to look better than they have before? And you know, somehow they lose that game. They're going to get another two weeks off before they would end up potentially playing in Allentown. So. This could be a Penn State team that plays one game in a four or five week span before going to the playoffs. That's a little frightening. But I think that, you know, they, they had this time, this bye. There's going to be a little rust in this game, but I think there's the adrenaline, the crowd support in Pagula, just there's nobody on this hockey team, I don't think, that understands what they're playing for here. You're looking to host the first Big Ten championship in Pagula. Can you confirm that? I don't, ever, yeah. First ever Big Ten championship game in Pagula. And just the crowd and the support and the way this team's played all year, they're, they're going to be hungry. And it's a one game, do or die. So there's no, eh, you can limp out of the gate on Friday and make up for it by picking the points back up on Saturday. And, uh, it doesn't matter anymore. It's, it's do one, or die. It's one game, it's do or die. You play they're every- not. It's not like last year they were playing for their season in the Big Ten tournament. They they clinched themselves. They're already in Allentown, regardless of what happens. Now, obviously, last year Ohio State wins the Big Ten outright, gets that first-round bye. Penn State comes into Columbus, destroys them 5-1, to one, and then Ohio State goes and loses in the first round or second round early in the NCAA tournament. So that's the fear. But at the same time, you have to add in, whatever team Penn State plays is going to have played five games in the matter that Penn State's been off. This Penn State team's going to be fresh. Now, could they be rusty? I mean, the way this team usually looks, yes. And it's just, it's so shocking to me that they won the Big Ten. It felt like, there was a stretch in January where it felt like they were going to finish six in the Big Ten. And I think up until they beat Minnesota, they pretty much swept Minnesota five points out of six, I feel like there was no certainty that Penn State hockey was going to even host the first round of the Big Ten tournament. One through six is separated by five or six points. It is a slim margin of error. A Michigan State team that was in first place in the Big Ten at the turn of the year is in sixth place and is going on the road. Such a slim margin for error. And the Big Ten hockey, just like Big Ten basketball, has been so tough this year that really if Penn State plays Wisconsin or if Penn State plays Ohio State, both are going to be equally tough matchups. I just want to correct you, Jake. The last time this team swept a series was Niagara. On the third and fourth. Because a win and a tie is I not said, a sweep. I said five of six points. Uh, five yeah. of six. Whatever. I guess we're not going to have our jury in here today. Like we said last week, we forgot to get that lined up. Well, Eric is TAing right now, so. Maybe we have to go recruit Eric. We'll see. We'll get Brian Tripp in it, here I mean, look, they, they beat Robert Morris outright coming back in this semester. 
after that, it was the loss and tie at against Michigan here. That was a tough weekend. They'd lost in the three-on-three on Saturday. They got blown out by six on Friday night. At that point, there's question marks. What's this? What's going to happen? Go to Michigan State. You split. Go to Notre Dame. You lose in a three-on-three in a tie. You lose on Saturday. Go to Ohio State. You tie on Friday. You win on Saturday. At this point, everybody, they're just not looking like the best they could have looked. No, they dropped they got like so much in the pairwise. They got so much help from how tight the Big Ten was and how other teams were playing against each other. They beat each other up. But then down the stretch, you've got the split against Wisconsin and then the huge 5 of 6 against Minnesota that last weekend of the season for them. You don't take 5 of 6 in that series. You you lose in the 3 on 3 on that tie Friday night of Thon and you take what what's my what's the math there? They would take 3 of 4. 4 of four, 6 because they still get the point they, for so, the tie. So they they would taken 4 of 6. Uh I guess looking in the big picture of things that 4 versus 5 wouldn't have changed them winning the outright, correct? They nah. won by they were up multiple points. I think but, it was 2 points. So just taking the series against Minnesota here at Pagula that last weekend that was for them, big. that was huge. That Saturday game is the biggest game that this team has won since, I mean, I could go and say last year when Liam Folks scored the game winner against Wisconsin, but I'm going to say back in 2017 when Liam Folks scored the game winning goal against Wisconsin again, but in the Big Ten Championship in Detroit, that's probably the biggest win they've had since then because this win solidified themselves a spot in the NCAA tournament and gave them a margin of error. So if they come out flat next weekend when they play their single game that next Saturday night, they're still going to be playing in Allentown. And I think we're in the next segment. I think we'll talk how far can they go because we're running out of time here. But you have an opportunity to play Big Ten Semis, Big Ten Championship in front of your home crowd here at Pagula. And then you get to go to Allentown, which is only two and a half hours away. And there's going to be a Big Ten State following there. So... Penn State's going to have four, possibly four straight games of home ice advantage. The question is, can they build off that energy and that momentum and let it carry them? And that's what we're going to see. But when we get to the next second, we'll talk about how far can they go because it's an iffy question. But, hey, they're in a great position. They can have four straight games of home ice advantage before po- hopefully going to Detroit in April. It's a special team. It's a special team, a special situation, something you might not see here in Hockey Valley for a couple of years after this, especially with the guys that are going to be leaving after this season. But it's going to be exciting. We're going to step away. Quick break. But when we come back, how far will this team go? What kind of matchups are we looking for in this Big Ten tournament? And then Penn State basketball, of course. Big game tonight. Big Ten tournament right around the corner. Where is that team going to end up? We're going to talk about it and a lot more right here when we come back on the SNS Show. Bruh, do you even know what Korean fried chicken tastes like? Of course. I go to the Coop every week. What's the Coop? What? You uncultured swine? The Coop. The most authentic Korean fried chicken restaurant you can find at State College. No preservatives? Cooked to order? Just taste the freshness. Discover the new world. Now at the Coop. Stronger, lion's pride, stand together, blue and white, lion's pride, show the world your Penn State side, lion's pride, you're living, you're loving lion's pride. Lion's Pride, locally owned and operated in downtown State College since 1976, offers everything Penn State for every Penn Stater. At Lion's Pride, we are Penn State. Lion's Pride, you're living, you're loving lion's pride. 
listening to the SNS Show here on Com Radio. Now back out to the Innovation Park Studios with Jake Starr and Preston Shoemaker. It's 4.41 here on the East Coast. That's another edition of the SNS Show brought to you by Lions Pride. Want to look like you belong on the sideline this season? You can when you visit their downtown State College location at 112. East College Ave or online at lions-pride.com. And not sure if Lions Pride is selling Big Ten championship shirts, but if they are, should definitely hit them up for some. Uh, I definitely think it's worth a look. Some gear for Penn State men's hockey. Who now we're going to talk outlook here, some logistical things. So obviously, Penn State, the only team they can't play is I'm going to pull up the Big Ten hockey stands real quick. I believe Minnesota finished second. Hey, I think it was Ohio State. Ohio State, I believe, finished second. I don't think that they can play so Ohio State. Penn State cannot play. It's Ohio State. It's Ohio State. Michigan's three, Minnesota's, Minnesota's four. four. But look how tight that is. Ohio State is 38, Michigan State is 35. Three points separated two for six. One point separated playing at home versus playing on the road. That's how tight the Big Ten was this year outside of Wisconsin, who... Don't wouldn't surprise me if they find a way to make a run in this tournament. Not likely. They take on Ohio State, but they got Cole Caulfield, who's really good, and they got an experienced goaltender in Daniel Lebedev. He's solid. Michigan State's another team that I think can make a run. They got John Lefteman. Notre Dame's got Kale Morris. So a lot of good goaltenders in the Big Ten. I really think I'm not going to count any team out. But if you're Penn State, obviously you can't play Ohio State. So after that, you play the lowest remaining team. So that could be anywhere from Michigan to Wisconsin. And I personally think the team that matches up best with Penn State, I think their best matchup, I mean, it's tough. I Probably Minnesota. That's a team you want to see if you're Penn State. Minnesota's the four seed. So that actually, yes, the four seed. So for that to happen, you need Minnesota to beat Notre Dame. And Michigan, Michigan to, to beat, beat Michigan, Michigan State. State. Ohio State to beat, you need all the higher seeds to win. And then Penn State sees a Minnesota team whose number they have had for a countless number of years. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, that's what I was looking at, I agree with you. I was looking at that, and I'm thinking, if there's one team I want to see in Pagula, it's Minnesota. Penn State just took 5 of 6 against Minnesota in Pagula. It's a team that they can beat. They've got confidence against them, and I just think that they match up well against them. I, you, you can't play Ohio State. I'm not counting Wisconsin. I don't think Wisconsin's beating Ohio State in Ohio State. Probably not going to happen. So, I mean... That makes it tough because it's three games. So the better team yeah. should prevail in exactly. three games. And you know, Michigan, when they came into the in Pagula earlier this season, they thumped them. They, a 6 nothing win for Michigan, and then they beat them in the 3-on-3 three three in the tie. Took the extra point Strauss-Mann was a brick wall in that Strauss series. Penn State was worked excellent. their tails off just for a couple of goals in game two. Yeah. Uh, Strauss-Mann was great. Uh, if Penn, I mean, what's the scenario that Penn State would play Michigan? Michigan, that means that Ohio State wins. Can they play Michigan? I don't know if they can play Michigan. I think I, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm a comm major, so numbers don't come easy to I me. I have to think this one out. I'm looking at this. You, if the two seed wins, two goes down. If the three wins, doesn't matter because four and five would be lower. Yeah, so it's basically so Penn Minnesota, State, Notre Dame, Michigan State, or Wisconsin. I don't think play. Penn State can play Michigan. I think I I confidently say that now. So Michigan, I've and Ohio looked at the State. numbers. I've done the crunching in my head as a com major. I can confidently say I don't think they can play Michigan. Tweet at me if I'm wrong at PSUS. Yeah, I think show. you're right, but I think think that's the case. So now we're so you're looking at the winner of the four and five. The only way Penn State doesn't get that team is if Michigan State would win, 
or Wisconsin would win. If Wisconsin yeah. wins, Penn State gets Wisconsin. It's done. If Ohio State beats Wisconsin, then you're looking at a three verse three through six. You can only play four, five, or six. If Ohio State wins, so if Chalk holds, it's Minnesota. Which I think, if you're a Penn State fan, I think you're okay that's with what that. you should be rooting for this weekend. So we talked about best matchup. We talked about the long layoff. Now let's talk about how far this team can go. I think the big thing is they got to get hot. The only way this team makes a run in the NCAA tournament is if they win the Big Ten. That's the only way it happens. If they lose one of those games, they go into Allentown slumping a little bit, it's game over. But if this team can get hot, if Peyton Jones can play like we expect Peyton Jones to play, and this offense can play like they did last year, I think this is a team that can maybe go all the way. There's some really good teams. North Dakota State's really good, but they can make a run. And if all things go right, they have four straight, basically, home games. They'll be in the PPL Center in Allentown the last weekend of March. And I think there's going to be a big Penn State contingency there. Yeah, ex- except for when all of those Penn State fans are off watching the basketball Lions uh, play in the Sweet 16, the Elite 8, you know, that whatever. But Basketball fans and hockey fans are two different... I mean, I'm a big hockey people. guy, but I'm a basketball fan, so I don't know. Where do you classify me? I mean, in Penn that? State hockey is already in the Sweet 16. So they've already made it further than mm. Penn State basketball. Penn State basketball, you can chalk them into the Final Four at this point. I mean, okay, you well, might as well just buy, book your book your tickets to Atlanta. But, I mean, you, I think the rust factor is going to play a significant storyline into this. They're not going to play in virtually three weeks. You're going to get a team, probably Minnesota. Could be Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame... Minnesota, I think those are two evenly matched and teams. Notre Dame gives Penn State problems. We exactly. saw what happened whiteout weekend. Yeah, so if you get Notre Dame coming in, you get Minnesota coming in. Whoever you have coming in, they just took two out of three the weekend before. They're fresh. They didn't have the bye this week that Penn State had, so they're not having any buys. They're playing straight through. Penn State is taking virtually three weeks off. Two, two bye weeks and then a whole week leading yes. up to a game. That scares they don't me. They not play until Saturday. That scares me. I think that's going to be a significant storyline in Penn State. It's going to be a three-week layoff game. versus potentially a five-day layoff. It's a three. Goes th- it's series, a three-week three layoff, yeah, and they're games. not going to know who they play until at the earliest a week before. Maybe even on Sunday, Sunday. So you would have five days of prep against a team you're playing for. I mean, they've seen that. all these teams four times this year, so it's not like they need to prep too much. But you look at what Penn State did last year. They sweep, not they sweep. Game prep is key, Jake. They, Game prep is very key. Game prep is crucial. We know a thing or two about that. <laughs> Time and score. But w- one last place. thing before we move over, move on to basketball is uh, Penn State last year loses game one against Wisconsin, wins game two, wins game three in overtime, goes to Ohio State, a team that didn't play the week before, only a five di- – actually, no, it was a week layoff because they didn't play till Sunday afternoon, and beats Ohio State 5-1. Momentum's a uh, – a crazy thing and maybe Penn State gets a team that kind of limped into the second round if they're lucky but if you're the best team in the Big Ten it shouldn't matter I think Penn State best team in the Big Ten that's what the numbers say if you look at complete package how these teams played all year it's hard to say Oh, Penn State's head and shoulders above any of those other teams that are right there in the middle. They're mix. all so close. And they're all so close. They're all so good at different things that you could send Wisconsin into Pagula against Penn State, and you could build a scenario where it's Wisconsin can get that win. It's a one, one game. game. Penn State's sitting out for three weeks. 
That frightens me. So we'll do game projections later. I don't know if the length of the ceiling, how far this team can go. They definitely have to get hot. I, I mean, if they don't get hot, they're not getting out of the Big Ten tournament with a win. And then you take more time off. You go to Allentown. I mean, now it's all, for me, it's all who are they playing and, you know, which way is each team trending. It's such a sport where, you know, momentum is key. And it's going to be really important to see how this Penn State team handles their time off. Can they keep themselves in the mindset? Can they keep themselves in shape? Can they keep themselves motivated? Or are they going to come out on that Saturday after spring break against a red-hot Notre Dame team and get shut out 3 nothing? thanks to our buddy Kale? Uh, who knows? It, none of these scenarios would surprise me. They have to come out hot. I think Penn State's going to struggle in this game. I really do. We'll talk predictions later. Yeah, we'll but talk predictions I think, a I think Penn State's going to struggle to make the kind of run that people want them to make because of the amount of time that they're giving off. Now let's That's shift, unfortunate. Now let's shift gears from a team that we think is going to struggle to a team that currently is struggling, 3-3 three and three in its last six, and that's Penn State basketball. Had a, I'm going to say it, a rough week last week. Okay, They, they blew a 21-point lead to Rutgers, only won by one, thanks to a Miles Dredd miracle three. Yeah, I don't know how that shot went in. Miles Dredd makes one out of every 33s he attempts, so that was a miracle. You, no, you were here that night. I was here yeah. that night. I was watching the game on TV, listening to... David Adar, shout out to Adar with the uh, great call on the dread make. And, oh my, I mean, here's what I'm going to say. A couple weeks ago, eight games left in the season. I said 4-4, four and four, not freaking out. Right now, Penn State's going to finish 4-4. Four and four. They're not going to get a win tonight. If they do, it's a miracle. They're going to beat Northwestern. That's 4-4. Four and four. They're 3-3 three and three in their last six. They're going to finish most likely 4-4 four and four in their last eight. I said then that I'm not panicking about where that team would end up at that point. I'm sticking with that right now. I'm not panicking because Penn State's won in three in their last four games. I'm panicking. The Big Ten, it, it's the exact same thing that you can say about Big Ten basketball, you can say about Big Ten hockey. You can't tell me that Team A is head and shoulders above any other team based off of their ranking in the Big Ten. I, I I can pull up Big Ten basketball standings here. I don't know if you're going to beat me to that. Well, I'm pulling out the Penn State schedule just so we can kind of dissect these last few games, okay? At home versus Illinois. That was a tough you, loss. You can't lose that game. That's a tough loss. It's not you can't you can't pick a game like that and say, "Oh, you can't lose that game." You can't. You can't lose that game. You scored 56 points. Big Ten basketball is the best basketball conference in the nation. And they've got eight teams in the is top Penn 25 State right a good now. Basketball team? They've got eight is teams. Penn Shut up! <laughs> they've got eight teams in the top 25 right now. That is the best out of any conference Damn. since 2011. Dang. They are the Big Ten basketball. You don't just walk in and chalk wins unless you're playing Nebraska or Northwestern. Is Penn State a good basketball team? They're a great basketball no, team. No, they're not. They are. Penn State is a great basketball team. So is Maryland. So is Michigan State. So is Illinois. So is Wisconsin. So you is Iowa. So is Ohio State. So is Michigan. They've got eight teams in the top 25 in the country, Jake. You can't have ten great basketball teams. You you can have seven great basketball teams. But I just you said I just said them. Rutgers is borderline good. They can't win on the road. Michigan, Ohio State, Iowa, Wisconsin, Penn State, and Illinois are six teams that I put in the same bubble of skill level. Maryland and Michigan State I put above all of those teams. And two teams that Penn well, State have beaten the best this year. Team in- Maryland's played the best team in the Big Ten. Michigan State just went to Maryland and embarrassed them. So I I put Michigan State, rightfully, they're the second-ranked team in basketball right now in the Big Ten. That's where I see. I see Maryland, Michigan State at the top. After that, 
uh, all of these games have been competitive. There's a, that uh, that Illinois game. Uh, we were at that game together. Yeah. I was so frustrated at that game. They couldn't hit a shot. They could not. They played. They did not play well at all. They still only lost that game by single digits. Well, because their defense. It was a back and forth game against two competitive, hungry, scrappy teams in the best conference in basketball this year. You can't look at that a game like that and say, "Oh yeah, that was a must win. You didn't win that game. That's terrible." Yeah, you gotta you, win losing, the home game. Losing games like that suck. You don't like losing any game. And if that game would have been in Illinois, it's very different. It's well, like, oh, it's a road game. Road games are hard to win. You look at the game in Iowa last week. Are you frustrated that Penn State didn't beat Iowa on the road? No, Not I expected really. them to lose I, that game. We I, both predicted Iowa to win. I also expected them to lose that game. I just didn't think – I didn't think Myron Jones would play. He did play. I don't know if he really played the factor I don't that think he could have yet. There's something up with him. I don't know what it is, but – he did not look right in that game. I think I think there was some rust there for him. I'm hoping tonight he comes back against this Michigan hope. State team and just kind of plays better. Not that I think that makes Penn State upset Michigan. I, I and I do think it's an upset if Penn State wins at home tonight. Is it worth a court storming? I think it's always worth a court storming, but that's Michigan a different State's conversation. Higher ranked than Penn State, but the Penn State team that we're seeing right now is not the same Penn State team that we saw when they won one, two. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games That's between Ohio State and Northwestern. This is a completely different team we're watching right I th- now. I think that's fair. I, I think part of the reason that this Penn State team it looks a little different now comes from Myron Jones being out for a little bit of time. And he's not... Needing him to rebound, get his legs back under him, get himself put into a position where he can be successful next week in the Big Ten tournament. I think another part of it is you're not seeing the kind of production out of some of the guys that you saw earlier in the year. Brockington, for example, was great leading up to that Palestra game. Since the Palestra game, I haven't been as impressed with Brockington's minutes. Seth and I think Lundy he has be doing more. Has been Seth Lundy's been eh in that down. starting lineup. Up, uh, up and down's great. Mike Watkins is still pounding out double doubles oh, left yeah. and right, but like he's not, he hasn't started. It's Hera that gets to start. I think I love Mike Watkins. I think he plays great when he's out there. I value the defense that Hera plays better than I value Watkins' defense at times. I think yeah. Hera plays great defense, played great defense against Garza, yeah. both matchups this year. Versus sometimes Watkins can get exposed defensively. Stevens is Stevens. He's been playing fine, but when Penn State plays through Stevens and only Stevens, they struggle. They've lost three of their last four. Stevens has kind of been most of the team in three of their last four, I would say. It was the same thing last year. Every game they relied on Lamar Stevens, they struggled. So they need, as a team, as a unit, to come together and play better. Where does that come from? Brockington, Curtis Jones Jr., Seth Lundy, plus a healthy Myron Jones. Those four guys contributing the way that they know that... You know they can because they have. They just haven't recently. And... There just needs to be better. If Penn State was losing games in the last few weeks to Northwestern, Nebraska, Yale, and St. Francis of Pennsylvania, then I would say, all right, this is tough. But the loss against Illinois, could they have won that game? Yes. Yes. Should they have won that game? Yes. Probably. Is it a big deal that they lost that game? Not entirely. It's the Big Ten. They've got eight teams in the top 25. That's that's almost 33% of the top 25 is coming out of just the Big Ten alone. And you could still make a case. Where's D.J. Bauer? 
You can make a case for yeah, Rutgers, I, I, I for Indiana, and for Minnesota to maybe sneak their way into a bubble based off how they play in these next two weeks. That's 11 teams right there, and I didn't even talk about Purdue, who's ranked higher right now than Indiana and Minnesota in the Big Ten. That's why when I look at the rankings in the Big Ten, I, I take it with a grain of salt because I think number 25 ranked Michigan, who is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8th in the Big Ten, could beat Maryland tomorrow on a neutral court, and it would not shock me at all. And that's going to be interesting because next week, we're going to see all these teams play on a neutral court. It's this The Big Ten is just so uncharacteristically talented this year. This is a Penn State team. You look at the last six. They've got wins. You you still have the, the thing. Who Penn, are they? Penn got, State. This is unfortunate, but Penn State pick. Like, you don't pick when you're good. But Penn State picked the wrong year to be good. <laughs> they really did. Uh, uh, that's probably fair. Penn State basketball is their best season forever, and the and Big Ten the is best. loaded. Now that being said, though, could Penn State, being as good as they are, contribute to the why the Big Ten's loaded? Well, absolutely. absolutely. But if Penn State wasn't good, there'd still be seven other good teams. Yeah, that's fair. But last six games. I'm gonna see if I can get this off the top of my head. Okay. They beat Minnesota. And then they beat Northwestern, both at home. And they Correct? won at Purdue. So then the next game after that, they lost at home to Illinois. Yes. Then they won at Purdue. At then, Indiana. Or then they won Purdue, at... Purdue was before Northwestern. Minnesota, Purdue, Northwestern, Illinois. And then last week were... Indiana. Indiana, which Rucker. was... Uh, that was on Sunday. Yeah, they, won, they beat Indiana and then they lost to... No, they lost to Indiana and they beat Rutgers. Beat Rutgers, yes, okay, barely. Yeah, so I'm gonna pull this up myself. This is this is a little. This my well, my memory is not while helping me. While you're pulling me, that up, I've say, got it right here. But go ahead. Tonight's game. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's a must-win game. It's not. But h- how can I buy into this team making a run if they can't win tonight's game? Because Michigan State is arguably. This far don't, away from being the best team in the Big Ten? Don't you have to beat good teams to make a run? You, yes. But okay. you don't have to beat every good team. The last time Penn State beat a good team was at Michigan State. Penn State, this season, has beaten Maryland, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, and then they've also got quality wins against a big chunk of that middle ground. They also avenged some of their losses by beating Minnesota and beating Rutgers. You lose Illinois. That's a game they probably could. They definitely could have won. They probably should have won. It's not the end of the world that they lost. That's my final standing on the Illinois game. The Indiana game, same exact thing, except it's on the road. So you view it entirely differently because winning on the road in the Big Ten is tough. Yes. So Assembly Hall, one of the best atmospheres. Penn State, without Myron Jones still, looking for production, only finding it through Stevens, they lose on the road. They come back home. Blow Rutgers out of the water in the first quarter, take a nap, wake up, see the score, freak out, Myron, give the ball to Dredd, who hits a three, and miraculously keeps Penn State on this track. I don't know how that went in. The Iowa game, we both predicted a loss anyway. Yeah. So, what I'm seeing is, to be a good team, you got to be a good team. Sure. Yes. That's that's fine. Penn State's beaten Michigan State What if Penn year. State loses on Thursday next week? It could happen. Uh, do we worry? What if Penn State wins on Sunday next week? Well, that'll be awesome, but... It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm not worried because Penn State's in the tournament. Penn State can only help their resume from this point forward after once they get to the Big Ten tournament. Well, yeah. Their resume is set. They lose Thursday, they're going in as a five seed, maybe a six seed if they lose tonight. Well, they the- win Thursday, make it Saturday, they're only going to up their stock. Buy in on Penn State stock now because it's only going to go up, especially after they lose tonight to Michigan State. So buy in tomorrow. 
Because tomorrow is when their stock's only going to go up. Penn State's a four seed right now playing in Sacramento, which I think is what you didn't want to hear. I, it's the last thing I want to hear. But, but they're a four seed now. They lose tonight. They probably drop to the five line. You beat Northwestern. You're, you're probably going the next week in that four or five range. You lose on Thursday, you could be looking at a six seed. Yeah. Ohio State's a six seed. If Ohio State goes farther in the Big Ten tournament than Penn State. It's an easy flip right there. Yeah, I Penn, completely agree with you. There's a chance Penn State could be a six seed. And then playing, you know, a Louisville, a Villanova, a Duke, a Kentucky. Penn State's, if they want to make a run deep in March, they got to split this weekend and play till at least Saturday next week. I I don't think the seeding where Penn State's going to go is going to determine much about what they're going to be able to do in March. I, you and I have very not beating Duke in you, the second round. You and I have very different not I I don't I really don't think our expectations are very different. You think they're going to lose in round 32. I think that wherever they get put, this is a team that's good enough to make the Sweet 16. They're good enough, but I haven't seen enough the last 3 weeks to make me feel that way. Or at their best, Penn State basketball is good enough to make a run to the Elite 8. That's the end of the sentence. But there's no but what, in that what sentence. I've seen there's no the but last in that three sentence. Weeks tells me to think otherwise. The minute I bought into this team they let me. They, they, they're You're being a little pessimistic on me here. Three. Listen to me. So you know what? I am selling out because the only way this team is going to be good is if I don't believe in this basketball team. So I, I'm still oh, a Penn we State fan, you. but I'm announcing that I'm selling out for the good of the program. We appreciate your contribution to the program. <laughs> we we hope to continue to thrive without you. But this is this is what I'm saying, and I'm ending it on this because I, we have, we to, have a, to be close to a break. We are at a break. Um, look, the Big Ten is so good. It's so good that. When you see a competitive game between two teams in the Big Ten, the, the Illinois loss does not give me a red flag. The Indiana loss and the Iowa losses are games on the road. It's tough. You want to be a good team, you got to go out and win games. I'm not discrediting that in any capacity. But what I do think is that when you take all of these teams, throw them on neutral court, and go out there, you could hit shuffle. You could, you could randomize the Big Ten results. Say, say you can just take that. And then you ran, pull a randomized experiment. We go bootstrap sample, 5,000 samples. This is a little statistics yeah, for you. I, I'm lost. Stat, stat 200. I think you could shuffle it five times and get five different champions. Because it's all about who is going to beat who. Where is that seeding going to be? It's crazy. Penn State could win on Thursday, win on Friday, win on Saturday, win on Sunday. They could lose on Thursday. It's crazy. And, and it's they- not always like that. The Big Ten basketball tournament for years has kind of been, yeah, you go go play, but it's Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. Remember, Usually remember it's just Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. Flew off the runway and then came in their practice uniforms and won the whole thing. Yeah. it's it, The Big Ten tournament is usually just a couple teams because the Big Ten's not that good. There are eight teams in the top 25 in the nation. Those eight teams have to play each other yes. next week. That's unheard of. It's going to be the best conference it's tournament. It's un- Heard of. I am very excited to watch some Big Ten basketball in Indy next week. But I, I, I think it's crazy. I think this is a Penn State team that can set their sights to the second weekend in the tournament of March. And that doesn't, I don't think, them losing Thursday, yeah, it puts a hit on it. Does that mean they can't do it? Absolutely not. Well, I think they can do it no matter what seed they get put in the tournament at this point because I think the worst I see them is a six. Most realistic is a five. Best case scenario is a three. Three through six. I think Penn State can win the round of 64 and 
Who do they play in the round of 32, and how do they match up well, against that, them? I think they can move on. Is it If it's Duke, that's going to be a really tough game. And can they hit their shots? What team does Penn State bring out? Will Myron Jones get his legs back this week and next week kind of settle into where he was? Will they take any crazy injuries in the next two weeks? And will Brockington, Curtis Jones, and Seth Lundy continue to kind of fill out their roles a little better than what they have in these last couple games? I, I, I think they do. I think this team knows what's coming. They settle in. That's my expectation is that's where I see them going. You're a little different, but I'm, I'm glad you're jumping off the bandwagon. It might be best for all of us. But much like Penn State hockey, the tournament, the NCAA tournament, how this team fares is going to be very closely correlated to how they do in the Big Ten tournament. Because if they lose on Thursday, I could very well have seen them lose on Saturday or Sunday of the, fir- of the NCAA tournament. They make it Saturday, Sunday of the Big Ten tournament, I can see them playing in a regional. You're going to learn. I, I, I think what you're trying to say and what I would agree with you, I think finally we can find some common ground, is you're going to learn a lot about any team in the Big Ten based off what they do in the Big Ten tournament because... But it could be a fluke, too. What if Illinois, What if Northwestern... Like, what if Pat Spencer goes 10 of 20 from three and finds a way to run their way to the... Big Ten championship. Well, if they do that, they're probably beating Minnesota. And if Minnesota loses to Northwestern, I don't think they're getting in the tournament. I think that's the final straw for them. But here's what I here's what I do think. You're going to learn a lot about these teams because there's no home court. It's neutral site. Where are these teams going to go? How can they play against each other head-to-head? You just had a dogfight against another team in the top 25 on Friday night. You sneak out a one-point win. You go back to your hotel. You take a nap. You wake up the next morning, and you play another top 25 team in the semifinals. Yeah. That's what this tournament's going to be. And it's ba- it's you're going bang, to bang, learn, bang, bang, bang. You're it's going to learn. Days. You're going to learn a lot about teams in the Big Ten. That being said, do we, and bias here, call it what it is, and we'll go to break right after this. Well, I have one more thing to add before you, we go to break. Do you really think that these teams in the Big Ten – the eight teams in the Big Ten who are in the well, top 25 four, right now, the eight teams that are in the top 25, do you think that they are head and shoulders better or head and shoulders worse than your middle of the pack, your Dayton, your San Diego State, your Kentucky, your Duke, your I'd like Louisville, to, I, I'd like your to see Penn State so-and-so? A Dayton, San Diego State. I, these teams are ranked higher because of what they've done. Because they don't play anybody. They don't play anybody. What has Gonzaga been doing for the last 20 years? Pepperdine High School is a tough game, Jake. Pepperdine is their toughest opponent. But anyway, <laughs> uh, one last thing. What's the, let's talk for a second. We can bleed into the next segment for a minute here before we go to break. What's the – Penn State goes 2-0 and this week and then goes 4-0 and in Indy. Wow. Or 3-0, depending if they get the bye. Yeah. Could they work their way up to a two-seed? <sighs> what's their record what's, now? What are the other people doing around – my answer to that is what are the other teams – Plus, they probably get the double, but 26-8 and eight with a Big Ten championship. Could that get you a two or three seed? That's a at whole that point, story. At that point, I want to see what are those other teams doing around them. Who wins the ACC and how do they win it? Who does Gonzaga or San Diego State or Dayton or one of those teams get upset? Like, that's that's what I want to see come Dayton that point. San Diego State and Gonzaga are going to walk to their conference titles. And that's, all, like this, to... that's all this week, too. Mid-major, this is mid-major week, so... All those teams that you're going to uh, be losing to in the next round, and all those teams that you're going to see pulling upsets, those are going to be the teams that you and see playing this week. Here's what I'm pulling up. At this point, the break is the least of my concerns. This is great. I think that you look at these teams. Do we really think that Florida State in the 
ACC is head and shoulders better than Michigan State in the Big Ten. No. Because Florida State is 7 and Michigan State is 16. And Michigan State has to play other ranked opponents every week. And Florida State gets two games against North Carolina. Which this season is just a gift. Because North Carolina is terrible. I could say the same thing about Louisville. I can say the same thing about Duke. They're all right there in that cluster. None of these other teams, great programs. You know they're great basketball programs. Blue Bloods. They're, they're standards. They're up there every year. Do we really think that the body of work that Kentucky's been put through or the body of work that Duke's been put through is comparable to the body of work that Maryland's been put through? No. Maryland has lost six games, and they play these Big Ten teams every week. Maryland's ranked nine. Why? Because when you look at the AP poll and you look at the votes, they look at the week, oh, you went 1-1 one one this week, you lost the game, let's dock you a couple spots. Which is why teams like Gonzaga and Dayton are thriving at two losses and at the top of the AP poll. they don't play anybody. Like they should be. There's no reason why a 29-2 Gonzaga should not be in the top five. I understand that. But Dayton That's and just San Diego the State aren't going to get past the Sweet 16. It's just the political part of the AP poll. I'm saying that a 21-8 and eight is that what that says? I need glasses. 21-8 and eight Penn State team who is 20th in the AP Top 25. Their schedule, the teams they've played, the way they've played against some of these teams, much tougher than what Auburn's had to do, what BYU's had to do, what Villanova's had to do, what Oregon's had to do. I, I could go all the way up. Does that mean that Penn State's a better team head-to-head against Gonzaga right now? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. And, and like you said... Their last few games, they've struggled a bit. But I think what you're looking at is this is a Penn State basketball team. Any team in the Big Ten is going to be so battle-tested compared to some of these other teams when you get to the tournament. It would not surprise me if the seedings work out the way they do that when you get to the Sweet 16, there could be six Big Ten teams still in it. Like, that would not shock me. Yes. The Big Ten should cake the majority throughout most of these rounds because until you get to like the final four and that's uh, just what four teams are playing the best and how did they get there and yada 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 but yeah, Lenardi has 10 big 10 teams in right now 10 teams in and then by the sweet 16 you know some of them will lose but I think the majority of big a lot of these big good big 10 teams are going to continue to win games because yes. they're battle tested because they've played tough basketball all year they're used to seeing good competition you know and I, the tournament's I, so crazy it's so crazy anything can happen at this point yeah UMBC, could UMBC, uh, Loyola, Chicago, George Mason, VCU. I can go on and on. Wichita any, State. Anything can happen. LaSalle. So this is this is not me saying because that teams in the Big Ten have played other good teams that they're not going to lose. I just think that teams in the Big Ten are more prepared for March than teams in the ACC this year. That's never gonna that never happens. But this year, I think it's the case. Villanova or Villanova, Virginia has not been great this year. UNC is terrible this year. One of the Teams that are hotter in the ACC right now is Clemson. They're like the seventh seed in the in the ACC. So you got Louisville, Duke, and uh, Florida State. Those are your three teams in the ACC that are really winning games right now and are really talented. Virginia will probably make the. Does Lenardi have Virginia in the tournament? I assume that they're probably chilling in, somewhere in there. Well, if I. I'm trying to command F this, but it just keeps uh, uh, pulling uh, up the video. There. Right here, number nine. Number oh. nine. So that, that makes sense, I think. But all in all, you look at how far, bring it back home. How far could Penn State go? Four and four to end the season. Like I said three weeks ago, does not freak me out. And I think you're going to learn a lot about Penn State and every other Big Ten team and how they play in neutral state next week. 
I think I think you can learn a lot tonight. I think you're going to learn a lot more next week in neutral site in the Big Ten tournament. What team wants it more? What teams are going to stick out? I mean, you look back at that Big Ten standings and Michigan's like the 7 or 8 seed, and if Michigan played in the championship game on that Sunday, it would not surprise me. Yes. Iowa is really good. Ohio State has the guys to be really good. Minnesota has Oturu, and they've got guys to build around. Illinois can hit shots. They're shifty. Maryland and Michigan State are the two best teams, and then you got Penn State. This is so fun. The Big Ten it's basketball be, is so fun. They're so good. Bring on March. This is March. But if I agreed with this you, this is March. It wouldn't make for a good show. That's fair. But and I got to yell a little bit, yes, which I enjoy. Yes, but three things. Where do I think? Where do I realistically think Penn State goes? I think they probably win a game in the Big Ten tournament, lose a game, losing around the thirty-two. Where do I want Penn State to do? Well, I want them to win the Big Ten and win the national championship. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. And then what is, you know, what is more realistic? I'd throw myself in the middle. Maybe they win two games in the Big Ten tournament, they make it to a Sweet 16, and lose there. And that's kind of where I'm sitting, too. That's to end it up there. I, I think think Penn State winning two games in the Big Ten tournament, if they play Thursday, getting to Saturday, I think is a good enough Big Ten tournament for Penn State in terms of their seeding. And then once you get there, buckle your seatbelts because you're off, and it's a ride, and it's going to be electric, as our friend Andrew Destin would say, electric. And it's going to be fun. And I think there's a Penn State team that could you could see them in the Sweet 16. It wouldn't shock me. Well, That's where I'm leaving that. I can hear the producers in our ear telling us we need to go to a commercial break right now. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, uh, what do we want to talk about? Let's talk some hockey. Let's talk, you know, the Sixers don't deserve our time. NFL free agency, that starts when we come back. Big hockey, break. guys. Let's talk some hockey. The Flyers are really good right now. Don't go anywhere. Yes, the next show will be coming right back at you right after this. Sorry, that was my job. We are stronger, lions pride, stand together, blue and white, lions pride, show the world your Penn State side, lions pride, you're living, you're loving, lions pride. Lions pride, locally owned and operated in downtown State College since 1976, offers everything Penn State for every Penn Stater. At Lions pride, we are Penn State. Lions pride, you're living, you're loving, lions pride. I miss you. I miss the fried chicken you always make. If only you were here. Homesick hurts. At least you don't have to deal with it all by yourself. Come to The Coop, the Korean fried chicken restaurant in downtown State College. Good food away from home. We'll be here with you. Let's send it back to the SNS show with Jake Starr and Preston Shoemaker right here on Com Radio. It's the SNS show here on Com Radio. I'm Preston Shoemaker, Jake Starr sitting to my right. You would see that. Actually, Jake Starr, a fan of the best hockey team in Pennsylvania, Jake Starr, mind you. That is sitting to my right. You'd know that if you followed us on Facebook at the SNS Show. We stream live there. You can also catch back all of our shows on Spotify at the SNS Show because we are those guys. We have a podcast. We do have a podcast. Another reminder that that podcast and this live show is brought to you by Lions Pride. Visit their downtown State College location at 112 East College Avenue or shop online at lions-pride.com. So, Jake, you beat me to it. 
But we're big hockey guys, so we're going to talk through this. Civilized, I hope. Eh. Flyers have won six straight. Penguins have lost six straight. Flyers have jumped the Penguins to move to second in the Met. Our friend Jacob Cheris, who was just glaring through the window at me about five minutes ago. Don't know where he went, but Capitals leading the Metropolitan Flyers Division. Flyers take on the Capitals tomorrow night in D.C. Three points separate them. Huge game between the Caps and the Flyers. So, you're going to have to help me a little bit. I know I uh, self-proclaimed big the hockey training guy. training wheels are on. Uh, self-proclaimed big hockey guy, but exactly. The training wheels are on, so I need a little bit of help. How many more games do you th- are there in the regular season for hockey? Are we talking 25? Are we talking... 35. Well, we talking like what are we what are we talking here? Flyers have played 65. The Penguins have played 64. There's 82 games in a season, so the Flyers have 17. The Penguins have 18 left. Thank you. 82 games in a season. That was the number I was looking. Just for. like basketball. So, Flyers are hot right now. Eight of their eight and two in their last ten. Penguins three six and one in their last ten. One of the toughest losing streaks they've had in recent memory. It's I think I saw on Twitter recent that memory. it's Who's a strength. Memory? Not your memory. Well, definitely my recent memory. They haven't lost six games this year. That's that's about all the farther my memory goes, but I think this is their longest losing streak since early in the uh, 2010s, maybe 11 or 12. Uh, I can't clarify that. I can look for a fact check, but the point of the matter is, it's still a Penguins team that's holding on to a two-game lead for that third spot in the Met. Meanwhile, the Flyers are flying. No pun intended. Literally. And how long has it been since you've been able to say that they are a few games within at the top of the I mean, net? They haven't made the playoffs since 2006-17, I think. The 16-17 season. They haven't been really good. They haven't won a playoff series since 2012 and they beat the Penguins in six. This is the first time, man. This is the first time since, I mean, even the year they made the Cup. It didn't feel like they had a team that could make the Cup. But there's some... Uh, Statistics out there that are showing the Flyers with the best chance to win the Stanley Cup right now, which is it's insane. This team is just playing lights out. Carter Hart is playing incredible. And just it's fun to watch right now. I think they're taking priority over the Sixers in this town right now. Penguins lo- losing street hit six. That's their longest in the last eight years. That's what I was referencing beforehand. Th- there's there's some time here in this season. It's really tight up there at the top of the Met. Flyers and Capitals play each other here soon. I think clear, I think it's safe to say both of these teams are going to make a safe run into the NHL tournament where then it becomes the NHL tournament. The NHL tournament. Look at me. I'm stuck on last We're one. Stuck on playoffs. NHL playoffs. Both of these teams are going to get in. They're going to make a have a decent run. The question is who they're going to match up against and what's going to be the kryptonite. For the longest time, it's been the Capitals that kind of just cook and go and take over. But yeah, how fun would it be? And I might be saying something that's not even possible, but how fun would it be if the Penguins and Flyers had a playoff well, series they against can. each other? Right now, the season ended right now, they play each other. That would be electric. Two and three in the Metro play each other. Obviously, if you're a Flyers fan, you want, you want them to surpass the Capitals and find a way to play that you know, last team in the wild card. But a Flyers-Penguins, that would be fun, and I think uh, we'd still be here, so that'll be a uh, make for some interesting TV viewing or maybe an interesting road trip. I can to, wear my uh, Penguins hat, and that would be a lot of fun for nice. me. I can go home for maybe when I come back from break, I'll get some Flyers gear. When we come back from spring break, that is, we'll definitely be picking apart all of the chaos that'll be the NHL playoffs and what's going on in March with college hockey and college basketball. Spring training is kicking up. That's picking up as well. And of course, NFL free agency and NFL stuff going on. So, 
lots to talk about when we come back from spring break. But when we come back from this commercial break, it's Game Picks, brought to you by Lions Pride. We'll get to that here in a moment. You're st- stick right here with us. This is the SNS Show on Com Radio. By the time Lamar Stevens leaves Happy Valley, he's going to be the most decorated Penn State basketball player that there has ever been. Looking for a sports talk show that can switch things up? We've come to the right place. The Cowboys can't afford to let Dak walk with how much talent they have on the roster right now. Tune in to Stew's On First with your host Mitch Stewart every Monday night from 6 to 7 p.m. for more sports talk here on Com Radio. We are stronger, Lions Pride, stand together, blue and white, Lions Pride, show the world your Penn State side, Lions Pride, you're living, you're loving, Lions Pride. Lions Pride, locally owned and operated in downtown State College since 1976, offers everything Penn State for every Penn Stater. At Lions Pride, we are Penn State. Lions Pride, you're living, you're loving, Lions Pride. Hey, Comradio listeners, we have a huge can't-miss showdown from the BJC on Tuesday as number 16 Michigan State travels to Happy Valley to take on the number 20 Penn State Nittany Lions. Tip-off is coming your way at 7. Other than that, that's it for this week here on Comradio. Have a great spring break, and be sure to stick to Comradio for all of our Penn State sports coverage. Comradio, wherever you are, we are. News, sports, talk. You're listening to the SNS Show here on Com Radio. Now back out to the Innovation Park Studios with Jake Starr and Preston Shoemaker. Last segment of the SNS Show, and we won't have another show on the SNS Show until after spring break. But as you wipe those tears away, because you won't get to hear our wonderful voices next week, just another reminder that. This prediction segment is brought to you by Lions Pride. Want to look like you belong on the sideline this season? You can. Visit their downtown State College location at 112 East College Avenue or shop online at lions-pride.com. So it's prediction time, and we'll start it out over about a half mile away at the Bryce Jordan Center tonight. Penn State takes on Michigan State. Preston, who do you got? Well, tip for that game here in just under two hours. You can tune in right here. Stick Stay on the air, why don't you? Listen to Brian McLaughlin and Zach Kaplan, two of Comradio's finest, on the call as Penn State loses to Michigan State tonight. Don't see them getting this win. Myron Jones is still coming back. Michigan, it's more for me, Michigan State's on fire. And Penn State's not on fire, and because of that, I'm taking Michigan State. Penn State already got their win against this team this season on the road. That's where I see it. If Penn State gets the win tonight, I'm going to be genuinely shocked. But that's okay, because... I think they'll win the next one, but we'll get there. Jake? I agree. I think Michigan State wins. I think it's a closer game. Wouldn't surprise me if Penn State won, but I just feel like Michigan State right now is the better basketball team. So give me Sparty tonight at the Bryce Jordan Center. So then that takes us to Penn State Northwestern. Yes. You want to go first? I'll go first. I don't think I need to talk about this one too much. I mean, Penn State, if this was Penn State of last year, I give it. Why am I writing Northwestern down? I think, Penn, I think Penn State wins this game pretty handily. Give me the Nittany Lions. I agree. I think this is a game that, you know, if things go, depending on how things work out, Stevens is 39 points away from being the all-time leading scorer for Penn State. He could hit that against Michigan State tonight with a crazy 40-point game. 
he could more realistically hit it against Northwestern on Saturday. I'm crossing my fingers, selfishly, hoping he hits it the following week in Indy when Hadar, David Hadar and myself will be on the call for the Big Ten tournament. But I, I think that Saturday game will be a great game for the offense to just kind of settle in, rely on some other guys, just kind of relax, get an easy win. That being said, That's it was the, not an easy win at here at the Bryce Jordan Center when Northwestern came to town. Was, they kept they applied the pressure enough. Easy. They applied the pressure enough that it was never a oh, Penn State is going to win this easily until maybe the last five minutes. So maybe don't sleep on Northwestern because it's a team that has nothing to lose. So why not just go out there and play it all in their last game of the year, their last home game, probably their senior day for their players. But I think Penn State gets that win pretty easily. All right, Big Ten tournament. How do you want to do this? Do you want to say how far does Penn State get? What's their record going to be, and who's closest? How do you want to do this? Jeez, I have no idea. Um, Because if they get a, we don't want to say three and one if they get you know only one buy or two buys. So how do you want to do this? Let's say how far do they go in the Big Ten tournament? Okay. And I'll let you go first. Are you going to predict this one or no? I. I can yeah no I can I'll make a I can go for this one you can go first. All right, I say Penn State does not get the double bye. They'll play Thursday. I think they win Thursday. They lose Friday, and that would be the quarterfinals. I think they lose in quarterfinals. So I think Penn State does not get the double bye. I think they play Thursday. They win Thursday. They win Friday. They lose Saturday. I think they lose in the semifinals. I think Penn State can get by whoever they'll play on Thursday. I think Friday will be a really competitive game. They're probably if Penn State doesn't get the double bye, I'm assuming they're probably going to be the five or six seed, which means they're avoiding the one or two seed going in. They're going to play either Illinois again on a neutral site, which I'd feel good about, or maybe depending on how things pan out, maybe it's an Iowa team. I'd love an Iowa rematch. Those have been two of the best games to watch they this year the, for these two teams. I mean, the Plester game was one of the more fun games. The Plester game was amazing. I I think the way that these two those two teams play against each other, especially if Myron Jones is healthy and gets back into the swing of things, could be great. And I think that Friday matchup would be a game that Penn State could win, and I'm going to stop riding the high of Penn State basketball and just say they'll lose Saturday. Because if I say, sit here and say they're going to win the Big Ten tournament, I feel like I'm going to grow a second head out of my shoulder or something. So that's that's what I think. Give me a loss in the semifinals in the Big Ten tournament for basketball. All right, men's hockey semis. Obviously, we don't know who they're going to play, but it's got to put a face to the opponent. I'll go first. I'll go first for this one since you did the last two. I I think Penn State loses this game. I I just really think that I don't think this is a Penn State team that's head and shoulders better than any of the teams they're going to end up playing. So it's going to come down to home court, which Penn State has the home ice. But you said home. I said it did say home court. I felt like this was the women's hockey game that we called back in October. Home ice. come a long way since then. Penn State's got the home ice, but I think that the momentum that these other teams are going to be carrying will be too much for a Penn State team that hasn't played in a really long time. I think Penn State will lose in the semifinal game, and I'm, that's a bummer because it would be awesome to see a championship game here in Pagula, but I just don't think it'll happen. I'm going to go the other way. I think Penn State wins. I think they get Minnesota, a team they match up well against, and I think they handle them. I think you'll see a Penn State championship game. Against Gimme, I think I think Ohio State makes a run. I think it's be Penn State, Ohio State back here for the Big Ten championship. The same weekend that you plan on being at the NCAA tournament, so I do plan on being at the NCAA tournament, and we've got two minutes here, so you've got thirty seconds to tell me why I shouldn't 
spend my entire bank account to go watch Penn State basketball. I'm not telling and I you get what 30, you shouldn't do. And I get 30 seconds to tell you why we should. You go first. I don't care what you do. It's your money. <laughs> I don't care. I will make that decision when the time when Selection Sunday comes. I'm not making a decision right now. I'm going to Allentown, though. I will make that happen. So I'm going to use my 30 seconds to tell you why you should burn your whole bank account. One, Penn State basketball might not do this again while we're students. What about when Penn State football makes the college football playoff next year? I'm gonna need the that's money for different, that. That's different money that I will burn for different reasons. I'm Where not. This money I'm not worried. From? I'm not worried. I'm not worried about it. Here's we're what I'm looking at. Here's what I'm looking at. Penn State basketball might not make a run in March again while we're students. This is a special time to go on one of those special kind of college trips where you just say, "Hey, I don't care if I have class. I don't care what's going on. I'm going to watch Penn State play a game in Tampa." And I'm going to jump on a plane, fly down to Tampa, stay with my grandparents who are tuned in right now on the Facebook page. Thanks for tuning in, guys. grandparents all over the place. I know. That's part of the convenience of having all these grandparents. I could find places to stay for all these games, maybe save on some hotel fees. But I'm going to go watch this basketball team in March. If they play just about anywhere, and if they get put in Sacramento, I'm going to pout about it for 10 minutes and then start thinking about ways I can get to Sacramento. Because that's just how excited I am to watch this team play, and it might never happen again, and it would be really cool. That being said... I get why people wouldn't want to go see them play. The TV experience will be just as good, some would say. But my one-sentence pitch to anyone out there who I want to bring with me to the tournament, it's going to be crazy. It's not going to happen again. Just get out there and do it. It's going to be so much fun. All right, we'll we'll see where Penn State ends up next time we're on here. It will be after Selection Sunday, so we'll have a lot to talk about. We'll We'll be talking about a Big Ten Hockey Championship. Well, we be talking about a... That's crazy. So much is going to happen before we get back on the air. And let's say that uh going to be a lot, but I know that the basketball board op is uh, hammering at the doors to get in <laughs> here. Speaking yeah. of basketball, Zach Kaplan, Brian McLaughlin, tonight, 7 o'clock here on Com Radio. Tune in at 7 for what should be a great game. Tune in all next week for Big Ten basketball. Tune in next weekend for Big Ten hockey. Kyle Canella, Brian McLaughlin on the call for that. David Hadar, Preston Shoemaker on the call in Indy. Big thanks for everybody for tuning in today. We'll see you in two weeks on March 17th. Have a good one, and we'll see you then. Thanks a lot.